Hello, everybody. Live from somewhere. Reporting live from San Diego. Hello. Okay, anyways, um, <laughs> you are now tuning into the Not So Fresh podcast reporting to you from San Diego, California. It's a beautiful day, hot as fuck, my oh, balls yeah. are fucking sweating. <laughs> it's hot as fuck. Welcome to summer. Omar, or Roxride's balls are sweating. He's wearing gray shorts, so you could definitely <laughs> right, see, see his, the, the imprints of his nuts. See the outline. Yeah. I can kind of see uh, Distill's nutsack. Through his faded shorts. Prince. <laughs> One of my nuts slipped from my beer. nutsack, formerly known as Prince <laughs> Nutsack. This is some old-ass shorts. I bought them for like... Uh, Five bucks at Old Navy, so I could use them uh, uh, bar, sweat. Ba- bar backing and bartending. Oh, I thought I thought to like sweat, just sweat, <laughs> just sw- sit and sweat. I'm gonna make you sweat till you. In bleed. this 80, 80 degree <laughs> weather that we as San Diegans consider hot. It's Tomorrow's hot gonna be ninety fun. something. Oh fuck that. Um, so um, this is the Not So Fresh podcast, and if you are listening to us, if it's the first time, we will be cussing and shit like that. So make sure you listen. Uh, at a minimum volume or some headphones or, excuse me, not in front of your kids, uh, maybe in front of your wife, I don't know, we might say some shit that makes her question, like, is that really true, is that what guys think, yes, Ooh. ladies, oh, huh? quick, really quick, uh, what, we like, do. like, like my sex life, <laughs> hey <laughs> Ooh, yeah, I gotta get it up. Real quick! <laughs> He's no, gonna be the best two minutes of your life, girl. Because we do get random uh, new listeners here and there yeah, from uh, Google Play, Stitcher, oh, yeah. uh, and, and all that stuff. So we do focus on hip-hop and the dance scene. Uh, more importantly, dancing, dancing. breaking, b-boying. The element of dance and hip-hop. Breaking. Yeah, and yeah. we do touch up on other uh, subjects in hip-hop. And then random current events. So yeah. we do get a little crazy, but just be prepared. We do talk Ooh. about a lot of workout, fitness, jujitsu, MMA stuff here and there. So it's all sprinkled in. So enjoy. Yeah. Sprinklets. Sprinkle me. Like the way I come. Like E40. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, so anyways, yeah, this is uh, podcast number 41. Today is July 5th. Uh, yesterday was July 4th, and it was uh, the USA's birthday. Um, shout out to Break Five Eight for uh, carrying on tradition of tra- tradition tradition of the uh, doing it at the park. Doing it um, in the butt. Yeah, doing it in the park. <laughs> doing the it after dark. Oh yeah. Doing it in Mary the Mace butt. Park. Uh, over at Mary Mesa Park, um, <laughs> it's been going off for shit. Uh, almost over. A, it's been over a decade. For shit. Yeah, it's been way over a decade. Yeah, yeah. Uh, ever since like Epicenter days and like. All so, those. so I also used to grab the mic and host it. 
Yeah, I used to host that. Um, Once in a while. Who hosts? I don't even know who hosts it now. Is I it, couldn't tell fun? you, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> are too fucking old. Apologies of uh, not going and supporting. Uh, I uh, unfortunately had to work. Um, and uh, I, I can't speak for the rest of the guys, but I was trying to make some money. I was out doing adult stuff. I was barbecuing. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just, I didn't really know what was going on. I mean, I know they have it, but it's uh it's been going on for years rock right yeah yeah well no excuses, you know what fourth of july is the time for me to just do nothing so <laughs> yeah no it's time it's, for me to relax you know what it, it is it's a little tough if you don't live up up there in mary mesa and shit like that because um the traffic is pretty bad um and parking is bad uh and if if uh if you're not from there it's not that easy so I don't know. I'm just trying to make up excuses because yeah, I know a lot of people. up there too. A lot of people were not uh, trying to be up all. It's up been a while since I went to one, but I've been to some. Yeah, to I think I met Godoyski, uh, our our crew member Godoyski there at one of those. Um, he was there. They were fun back then, though. Yeah, there's a lot of like people and a lot of spectators hanging out. Yeah. yeah, it's been a Cookouts, while. Cookouts, yeah. So, anyways, uh, that 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 happened yesterday. Um, uh, a lot of patriotism was going on. A lot of non-patriotism was going on. Yeah, on Facebook. Because of uh, what's going on um, with current events in in the U.S. But you know what? It's been going on for years. There should be no surprises. This is the United States of America. America. And things happen the way it wants it to be. America so with three Ks. only certain things that uh-huh. we can do. And not sharing posts is only like one percent of what you can do. So, if you want to make a change, I don't know, hit somebody up that's f- heavily involved in changes and stuff that you can do in, in real life, community. though. Yeah. yeah, in real life, don't just fucking share a post. Start with what the fuck is that gonna do? Start with changing your underwear. Start with changing your. What is sharing a post gonna do? Seriously. <laughs> yeah. yeah, change your. Fucking you know. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm gonna share and yeah, and I mean, spread sharing, awareness. Just, we just live online, you know. It's like we're complaining about real life shit, but we're not. We're online complaining about it. Yeah. Instead of trying to make a something realistic happen, you know. Yeah. So like, what oh, can you do? What can you do? What yeah. can what we? Can what done? can we do as a community? Community. Yeah. Like, what do we do to support something you know? of change? Like, am I gonna go to the border and be like, hey, um, I know that family and. Um, yeah, like what you know. What can we do? That's yeah. a good question. Yeah, what can you ask yourself? Ask yourself a question. Yeah. Anyways, uh, let's see what's going on. Oh, uh, oh no, what is going on? <laughs> you see Kyrie Irving crying about the NBA. Who? No, I didn't see that. He plays for the Celtics. Yeah. Oh, I think he's, he's I thought you said Irvin. I was like, no, he's a Lakers <laughs> fan. He's, in a, he's on a good team. But we'll touch on that later about the whole Lakers thing. Lakers shit going on. <laughs> yeah. Here. Um. Now, yeah, we won uh, United Styles. Uh, this is the second time me and Victor won. Uh, but this time we ended with Squadron as S-Squadron. S-Squadron. Yeah, last year it was me, Menno, and Victor. This year it was me, Menno, and Peanut. And um, Peanut. Yeah, we, we need won. some peanuts right now. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, so we won. The whole weekend was dope. It was a nice little trip. Um, got to hang around with the guys out there, see the see the floor floor lords. Floor lords, yeah. How, how, um, so, those that are listening uh, or first time listening, floor lords is a a breaking crew that's been around for thirty seven years. Ever thirty seven fucking years, almost Ever. as long as uh, breaking has been. Yeah, they've been around since 81. Yeah. Yeah, so it's been wow. a long time. 
Wow. Shout out to uh, Floor Lords, Lean, Linsky. Boston. El Nino. El Nino, all those guys. Congratulations, man. That's uh, 37 years is a long time to be together and put yeah, up with each other's game, shit. Right? And keep having generations of new guys come around, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah we, we battled there. It was dope. Um, a lot of East Coast cats. Uh, some uh, some other guys from Canada came out from uh, Montreal. Montreal. Like, the region, you know, so it was really fresh. Bonjour. And um, yeah, we won again. And uh, yeah, that yeah. makes it eight in a row. Victor's on the massive Since you're street. 100? No, from 96 to now, I haven't lost a battle. Wow. And, uh, so you're, Vic- on, you're on 103. 103 wins? 103 Dang, wins on dude. an eight-win streak at 36 years old. And we thought that we were, you were going to stop at 100, and you're still going. You're like... No, no, I'm not done you're yet. You're like... He no, did sir. it, bro. No. Can't stop, won't stop. <laughs> uh, Victor's actually said he won his 12th straight tournament. That's fucking crazy. 12th straight 12th tournament? 12th straight tournament. The I motherfucker won, won the night before. Yeah, he won like two two tournaments the same weekend. weekend. Yeah, he won the he won on Friday, got on a flight the next Is that morning. even heard of? <laughs> not it's like unheard that. unheard of. That, not did, like they, that. did they take like some of your like serum and like inject it into Ooh, him? Oh yeah, <laughs> I said serum, not semen, <laughs> and injected it into him because he's kind of like a mini you, bro. I, I'm I'm sure that's not the first time you've heard it, right? <laughs> yeah, some people have mentioned it. Kind of look, you guys kind of look like each other. Both Mexican. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> kind of look like each other. Yeah. Who are your look papers? Like brothers. Who are your, Who your papers, papers, by the way? No. Um, you guys ever look at each other and be like? Call me Nighthawk. <laughs> <laughs> you call nah. me Dragon. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but he's, he's killing it right now. He's doing good. He won uh, his twelfth straight, I think. How was, how is it battling with him? Like, do you guys have a good connection? Yeah, and shit? I think. Uh, yeah. Do you yeah. ever just kind of like look at each other and you're like, No, nah, it takes yeah. time to develop that kind of vibe. You know, I mean, you kind of yeah. start to see where he's at, and just by when you, when I see him break, like I know whether he's gonna have like a good day. You know, and at mm-hmm. this point, like I battled with them maybe. Good eight, nine times, maybe yeah. ten, maybe even more. Um, you battled with him that many times already? I think so, yeah. And I you battled still don't know how he No, I know now, yeah. Oh, okay, like, I'm now. saying, like, because I battled him with Squadron first, like, me, keeps him. Uh-huh. Uh, in, like, 2013 or 14, I want to say that, I battled with him. And then um, I battled with him. Uh, then we won uh, the one in uh, the World Finals, the freestyle session. And then we battled, I think, after that again. Uh, but yeah, sometimes you know you, you just sense it when he's like on his shit, and um, since oh, then shit. like we've been like pretty on a pretty good win streak. I mean, you know he's been he's like at his best right now. He's on his prime, so like yeah. So kind of I'm I'm actually just fortunate enough to get to battle next to him and see like see him perform the way he performs. You know, yeah, so it's, it's like quite an amazing prime. thing to watch. And uh, yeah, it's it's dope. Do you man. know if he's counting his wins and shit? Yeah, he's starting to now. So that's why he's like, yeah, I got twelve straight. So <laughs> let's see. Let's let's hope he's that like I'm at ninety nine. Right yeah, he's I'm at, he's like at two hundred. He's probably like, I'm at like one fifty already. Oh, I still got but um, he's, I think uh, I think it'll be interesting to see. I think maybe his goal should be to try and go undefeated for the whole year. Wow! Dang, undefeated, man. That'd be fucking yeah, sick. You're in July, yeah, I guess you sick. go. Half but year you know, in the hip hop world, that's not gonna happen. Someone's gonna try to hate on him and be like, "No." Nah. Eventually, it could happen. But I mean, right now, he's fucking killing it. So I mean, it's possible, depending yeah. if he doesn't enter just every random battle. But if he's picky about what he wants to enter and he prepares for it properly, he could do it. He should enter against a bunch of kids and just <laughs> know, right? his start smacking everybody. <laughs> <laughs> right? Uh, yeah. Tell them to come to San Diego. There's a lot of uh, events that happen with a bunch of little kids <laughs> like that. Where a lot of the older b boys, <laughs> a lot of the older b boys enter. Like, oh, you got candy, little child. Yeah. <laughs> so, what is it that you came across? Something about like when to stop breaking or something? Or yeah, we'll get to that later. Okay. Um, 
Sorry, Martin. Hey, let me say something about Victor real quick, though. What's up? There's something about him when I watch him. It feels like he's like, like he was there uh, when Rocksteady was in their prime, mm-hmm. but stayed at the same. Like, it's like imagine a B boy that was like, like Rocksteady material in in their heyday, right? Mm-hmm. And then never grew old, but stuck around. And like absorbed every good shit yeah. from every generation. That's what Victor reminds me of. When I yeah, watch him. so yeah, he's just so well rounded. He can do everything. Bu- building with him. Who, 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 ta- who taught him? Or like who's who? <coughs> he's just he learned watching it? from from my knowledge. Um, how old is he? He's, he's not even from our generation. Damn, yeah, twenty three. But he learned. Twenty um, three. Yeah, he, he was in backyard funk, I believe, from this crew from Orlando. Uh-huh. Uh, they picked him up when he was really young, and then he just kind of kept practicing. And he really was like influenced by people like Luigi, and he grew up watching some of the older heads too. Mm. So yeah, it's like people <coughs> really inspired him. And obviously, if you trace back, like say for one influence of his that he mentioned was Luigi, right? If you trace back Luigi. This is Luigi from Skill Methods, Skill right? Methods, yeah. So Luigi was rock steady, but Luigi was also like one of those guys that had that kind of approach, that kind of look. Like he had Younger. that b-boy finesse, young, you know, yeah. like he had like the style, the power moves, mm-hmm. he had everything. So Victor has all that, but then he just has a battle clutch in his battles. He knows how to like take over Is he battle. younger than Luigi? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. How old is Luigi Luigi's now? Luigi's uh, 30, I want to say. What? Yeah. Dang. I remember meeting Luigi when he was old. hella young. Like yeah, young, young. so if you guys don't know Luigi, research him. He's a yeah, dope he ass b boy, and uh, he was in also the industry. He's, he was you a, might see him. In, oh, you see him in the if you fly Virgin. Yeah, he was on the step of three movie. Was the step of three? Oh yeah, I remember seeing. <laughs> we're flying Virgin. And I was like, uh, what the hell? Yeah, it's David and Luigi. <laughs> and my wife was like, Casper what? and Luigi. Oh, Casper. Oh. And I, I pointed on my look. She's like, oh, I'm like, yeah, there's some b-boys in this thing. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, he's young, so he, um, I mean, he he really dug the style breaking, and <coughs> you know, he he picked a certain representation of what this whole movement is, yeah. and he good for him. Really did, did a good job of representing it, you know. Are you are you like giving him also pointers like in life, like this is what you well every should now I mean yeah when we do. I mean Max had a big role with that, you know, yeah. when Max was alive, he um. Max was like there for him, like guided him in, in certain things that he was doing. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I mean, when I'm around him, like yeah, we talk about stuff, some some stuff like that, you know. But yeah. it's just more or less, I think it's more for him to observe, like being around people, you know. Like you can't really tell somebody like what to do. Like when I learned from the people I learned from, it was more observing them and like just like the way Grimms worked and all that shit, the way he was doing it. It yeah. was me just kind of seeing the way he worked, and it, that taught me a lot just watching, you know. Yeah. Well, sometimes you gotta spoon feed people too, though. Grasshopper. They, I mean, <laughs> either they won't ask, or you just have to just tell them. But well, yeah, I do. Say, I mean, I do. I get not my saying pointers. that that's what you have to do, but no, I get my general, points, That's just a generalization. I try to give my advice when I can, you know. Yeah, I think a lot of people that sit and, and you know they're quiet. They're actually observing. They're very observant. Oh, for sure. And then they they take everything in. I remember uh, uh, the alchemist producer, alchemist. Uh, from when he, he was hanging out with um, <clears throat> the Cypress Hill yeah. and uh, DJ Mosin on it, he used to just like sit there and watch and observe, and that's how he learned like the the producing game, the production game. Oh yeah, yeah. And so when he came up, then of course yeah. the rest yeah. is history with him. Yeah, and you so, just have to be with the right people at the right time. Yeah, so I think Max like put you know acknowledging that we should put him in squadron like that was like a big thing, you know. <clears throat> that's so. good. Um, some uh, there was. Uh, 
I guess Machine and a little zoo battle. Yeah, they won World Beagle Classic. Right this yeah. weekend or. What? I saw the yeah, footage. it was crazy. It looked dope. It looked hype. Um, World Beagle Classic is an event that happens in Eindhoven, Holland, the Netherlands. Eindhoven. And um, the Ruggeds, uh, Nick from the Ruggeds is one of the responsible people for it. Um, it's kind of like World Beagle, like you know, it's like a. The name is dope. It's like you know the World Series kind of, but World Beagle Classic. And um, yeah, they what they do is they usually invite like a guest sixteen guys, and then they team them up randomly with names out of a hat. So you have like the top, the grade eight, you know. So they invite. They think this year they invited like the top eight guys that they felt were, uh-huh. and then they they handpick names out of a hat and then they team them up. And they, it was little zoo and machine were teamed so up it was together. It's a lottery, yeah. yeah. So they got teamed up with the little so zoo's a Moroccan b boy who who lives in Austria, and he's one of the uh, best like up and coming b boys. Not up and coming. Yeah, little zoo's one of the like one of the. Like hungriest younger guys in the game right now, and he's really stepping his game up. You know, I've seen past footage of him because, like, I always get like recommended footage on YouTube from past views, whatever I viewed in the past. Yeah. And I watch a lot of breaking stuff, and then Lil Zoo, like, I don't know if it was just the duo of him and Machine together that brought out more in Lil Zoo, but I've seen past like footage. I'm like, yeah, he's cool, mm-hmm. like, he's good. But then, like, it seemed like their dynamic together. Brought out more in Little Zoo, and it was pretty dope to watch. And I was like, "Damn, man, they're like killing it!" Yeah, and they the were judges taking were like, every, The judges yeah. were like, "Bam, bam, bam!" Yeah, they won like, every round. Won every round, dude. I was like, "Dang, dude!" Yeah, so. sometimes you get teamed up with the right guys, you know, um, and that balances out. Machine. It was just dope to see Machine back on the battlefield again after he's been kind of like he's just been battling, but not at that level, like a big, big event like that, you know. Yeah. So to see him there and, get, and you know and do his thing. It was dope, man. So it's like good for him, you know. Congrats on that big win. Yeah, that's crazy because uh, I mean, like a lot of the the big things that he was involved with were over ten years ago, right? Fo- him and Focus. Yeah, him, no, that's happening again. And then and then him and Atta him before. And, yeah, him and Atta battle was crazy. Um, I mean, Machine's a battle a battle guy, you know. So he's battled Flea Rock, he's battled Mad People, and he's also a cypher cat that he's battled a lot of names and like built his rep through battling throughout yeah. the years. <clears throat> he's done with Rock Force from the Bay Area as well, so. I mean, you know, he's been repping for a while. Yeah. Good for him, he's man. He's a veteran. Yeah, he's a vet for veteran sure. Yeah. No way. yeah, I mean, I, he was in California still too. Still killing the game. Yeah, still killing it. It's just dope to see him come back and kind of bring like a piece of the scene that you don't see as much anymore of, you know? Um, is, excuse my ignorance, but is he still with uh, Monster? No, no. He no? Uh, he got let go, I believe, or they parted ways, I think, three years ago or two oh, years ago. Oh, well, shit. It goes to show how... How current I am with yeah. events, right? Maybe Red Bull wants to pick him up, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's out there. Right? Right? I mean, he's a free agent. Uh, free, speaking of free so, agents, we'll talk uh, about that No, later. not yet. <laughs> um, so, no, you spoke of, uh, so it was a lottery, yeah. right? And um, so with that lottery, you know, you had uh, an awesome dynamic between Little Zoo and Machine. And you would kind of... T- I don't know. You would kind of consider them like a super duo, right? They're, it's not really a crew, but yeah, it's a super like, duo. So you can't have those b-boys that complain like, oh, well, you had so-and-so enter together, so of course you're going to win. <laughs> well, I, I guess because they're drawn out of a happy people who can't really say much. Yeah, they can't say shit. Yeah, because I right? think uh, Keeps and... Uh, it's a lottery. Keeps and Thesis won one year. Uh-huh. Uh, El Nino and uh, somebody else. Won. Yo, that's how they do it for B-Boy Classic? Yeah. They draw yeah. names out of a hat. Yeah, yeah. it's a lot of for the no, I didn't so know they, that. They invite like, the top dudes that they like for the year that are dope. Mm-hmm. And then they, they draw the names out. And then you have a bunch of people show up. Yo, like a lot of people go to that's that event. That's fucking dope. Last year I went just to catch the final. 
Yeah. And you, 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 have, you, they give you a card and you go into the cipher and you call out whatever team you want. Or like you just put your card down and be like, who the fuck wants it? And then the next Dang. year. Who wants a piece, motherfucker? Yeah, like last year, Mano was the first one to put the card down and they ended up winning the whole thing. Like he went through the prelims. He didn't even get invited as like a guest. Dang. Dang, he just prelim. fucking, he just yeah. said zip, him pulled and, his him and dick Shane. out. Yeah. He's like, who wants a piece? Him and Shane showed up. They were the first on the floor and the last ones with the title. So like, Former you know. Not So Fresh uh, podcast. Yes. Uh, so yes, it's a dope yeah. concept, Meta. you know. And this year they did like a different thing. Um, I think they changed it up a bit. Like the the top sixteen people that make it, mm. they went onto the floor, and they called out which crew they wanted to battle. So like mm. you went out and be like, "Fuck that's it, dope. I want to battle them." So that was kind of dope. That was different. They hadn't done that before. And uh, yeah, Nick is doing a great job with that. Shout out to the Ruggeds. For, they're also on America's. Uh, what is it called? The World of dance, dance crew? No, World of Dance. <laughs> They're actually the Ruggeds are on World of Dance, and the guy really? leads the crew is the one that created that event. Yeah. Oh wow. Mm. Yeah. Sorry, I got excited. And so for a anybody second. watching that shit that doesn't tune into our show, if you watch World of Dance, you there's a group called the Ruggeds, and the guy Nick he throws the event called World Beaver Classic, which is a must Nick. watch. N-I-E-K. Must attend once. Um. So with that, I was trying to segue into the whole Super Crew thing. Um. Uh, you see a lot of that going on in um, in the breaking world, and you see a lot of people complain that, oh, you know, so-and-so is entering together, and of course they're going to win. So you have a lot of people complaining, uh, but you're also seeing it in the NBA world, right? I mean, yeah. that's what's kind of going on You're talking right about now. the National Basketball Yeah, you kind of see, like... Association? <laughs> well, yeah. Natural balls and ass? <laughs> Basket ass. Did you say Negro balls and ass? You're racist. <laughs> Natural. Oh. Natural balls and ass? Yeah. Naturally. Um, no. Doesn't make Neglected sense. balls and ass. Neglected <laughs> balls and ass. That's that's this guy right here. <laughs> blue balls in this motherfucker. Hey, man. You need some ass. Go, go get some. Damn. Look. Get some pussy ass. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so you, you see that, right? Um, And I feel like. Is it like a new thing almost for for yeah. the NBA to be I think for the NBA crews and like they're recognizing that now and it's like okay we're just gonna draft so and so and so and so and we're gonna win and now you have people like in the outside of breaking complaining right you see that like where people are actually like we they can't do that and like well, we know what's I mean, crazy. breaking this like, happens hey. right well, breaking they kind of you know what the, you know it's what's been crazy for a long time is the Lakers try to bring Chris Paul over to play with Kobe. Yeah, some years back, and and uh, David Stern was the commissioner of the NBA back then, and he was like, "No, this ain't happening." But that Even, was that was a trade though; it wasn't through free agency. Yeah, I mean it's different, but at the same different. time, same time it's kind of you know similar. It's on yeah. the similar ground, right? Like yeah, but then they 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 nixed it. Like it was almost always already done, dude. Yeah, yeah. Where Kobe I, was I, texting I rem- Chris Paul like, "Welcome that. to the, to LA," and he ended up going to the Clippers instead. And yeah. what did that do for the Clippers? Bullshit. I mean, they got some cool, cool. Uh, regular seasons out of it, yeah, but yeah. now you've got like, and then you know, in the past, you've seen it here and there, like, say, maybe the what was the first super team in b-boying? The Flying Tortillas? No, um, track two said that Star Child Little Rock really was the first super crew breaking nah, in the 70s. I would have not before my generation, okay. yeah, that's why that's what I heard him say. Wasn't so, wasn't Rocksteady? Uh, well, no, Rocksteady was. Said I heard was Star, a super Star, crew he said Star Child of the Rock was the first super crew because it was like Spy Track and these people were all like under one mm-hmm. umbrella at the time. So that they got together to battle. Supposedly that's oh. that's his word. That's what he's that's what he's told many times over. And well, I've then, heard him say it. From my generation, oh shit, it's probably flying to tears because that was what ninety seven. Yeah, and well, there was also like Seven Gems too, though. Yeah, Seven Gems. Yeah, Seven Grandmasters by Kenny. Yeah. That was another crew. I mean, that was just taking like the illest cats. 
of their time as well and like bring yeah. them in there, bring them I mean, one unit. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's more like a, I think certain you reach certain points. It's like squadron, right? Squadron was considered a super crew in the beginning. Uh, and then we grew into like what is considered a crew now, you know, because we became no. like one. Y'all ain't no crew. Haven't <laughs> come up together. Um, we've been riding together though for the last like ten years now. Riding what? You Bat- <laughs> with the world, traveling the world, riding that battling everywhere. Riding diesel. <laughs> diesel, <laughs> diesel nuts. Diesel nuts. <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah. Um. So, but. So, but. <laughs> no, but I think that now, okay, so with the NBA, it's like, okay, so you have free agency, you got salary caps, you got all these things that, like, they changed up throughout the years in the leagues. I mean, in football, it's changed as well. So that's why, like, back in the day, you'd have players just stick to one team for so long. And now it's like players that's are rare, just, dude. Yeah, that's rare now because of what's happening, you know, the finances that you can gain from it. Um, it's like you become a free agent. It's like, oh, I'd rather explore. I don't want to keep building with the team because the players ain't fucking... A free I'm not say, yeah, I'm not trying to lose another like ten years of my career with the B team or like a C team. That's how they look at it, you know. And then yeah. the money is like there, the the right contracts. And right now, I think it's uh, the NBA signed a new deal with uh, endorsements and everything. So now their budgets went up even higher. So that's why you got the first two hundred million dollar contracts for some of these basketball players. Yeah. Because before this, they couldn't do that. I think they were maxed out at like hundred and twenty. Or something like that, and now that they went up, like now you're seeing like 200 million dollar contracts and shit, like for like a six year. I mean, look at look at LeBron. Uh, he got 154 for four years. But that that doesn't. I mean, yeah, you I mean, look at his other endorsements from Nike. Yeah, and shit, yeah, of course. Like, like all that, inc- I mean, that's not including the the endorsements, right? But as an athlete, just in the league, yeah, you're getting it. your deals have gone skyrocketed. You know, I don't know how big of a deal they signed with. I think it was NBC or some shit. <clears throat> But it's quite a big thing. I was reading about it before, and uh, yeah, so this is why you're gonna see like new, like record-breaking contracts for NBA players in the next couple of years. Damn, son. But yeah, that I mean, that's the free agency, and that's kind of where why now you're seeing like someone like the Warriors who who has budgeted everything and has a cap room to bring extra guys in, mm. and since they have the chemistry, the team, and the players that want to just win titles and play, then you you're seeing more people interested in coming to that. Yeah. Than to just be like, fuck, I'll get like you so know they're, they're taking like pay cuts for that shit. They're kind of like the squadron of uh, so yeah, <laughs> and then of basketball right now. And right? Red Bull, Red Bull's over here being um, uh, Golden State Warriors, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, basically. <laughs> but we got Demarcus <laughs> nah. Cousins. But Demarcus Cousins, who, who knows what happens when he comes back from Achilles? Yeah, injury. he's an in, yeah Achilles is a fucking hard to come back from. So I mean, I mean Kobe did it, but that's Kobe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, but he's yeah, a center. Kobe what, doesn't flop. Demarcus, a, he's a center, right? Let's talk about flopping. He no. <laughs> I thought he was a center. No, he's not a center. Yeah, he is. Actually, he is. Yeah, he's a bigger body. He's a big Way dude. Bigger. We can talk about flopping, right? Because um, Kobe don't flop. But but we know someone that is the biggest flopper in the NBA. In the NBA. Right? Oh. Well, he, he's now playing for my team. Yeah, I know. How do you my, feel about LeBron? that, dude? Uh, yeah. It's How weird. How do you feel about because that? Because I Tell spent about all it. this time. Like you know what? In the past two seasons, I haven't hated LeBron as much as I did because I've grown older and I like I stopped giving a shit. But then I do go like, oh, shit, I hope the Warriors win because I'd rather have them win than LeBron. <laughs> but now it's different. So LeBron goes to the Lakers. And that's your team. And I'm sitting here like, damn, dude. Like, what, <laughs> like, what <laughs> do I, how do I feel how about this? Yeah, what do you nuts? do? But then, but then Let's deep down go, inside, LeBron. Let's go. you think about it, the, the Lakers <laughs> haven't gone to the, to the playoffs in the, like, the last eight seasons. Or I can't, I can't fact check me some, somebody. But anyways, 
They haven't been in the, in the playoffs for a while. Mara. <laughs> I know, Mara, my, Mara, Mara should know. Godoy's wife. Yeah, she'll, she'll know. Um, it's kind of weird. It's a weird feeling because you just like don't like the guy for so long. All of a sudden, he's on your the team that you cheer for all the time. You got to wear his jersey. You know? And I, I went to a that? Lakers game. I went to a Lakers game during Kobe's last five games. And then I went to a Lakers game this season when they played the Rockets. Or this past season. And now it's like... Oh, I think I'll probably go to another game. And all of a sudden, the, the prices have skyrocketed ever since LeBron signed. The yeah. same thing happened with, and Kobe announces uh, retirement. Uh, retirement. So yeah. it's just like crazy. And now it's just all this new hype. So it's good thing. It's a good thing for LA. It's a good thing for the But Lakers. it's like mixed feelings. Good thing for well, I mean, LeBron sure. is the best Not the basketball Clippers. player of his generation right now, you know? Yeah, it, it, it is. is. No like, doubt. No doubt. He changes teams. He changes basically the weight of the fucking league. He just doesn't have a team to deliver the, the full title with, you know? It's just the whole Western Conference is like... Stacked. You, you can't get Yeah, you can't them. fuck with It's them, always yeah. been like that for a while, but now it's even worse. Yeah. So well, it's like, he yeah. needs a, he needs a Scottie Pippen. He, I don't think he's ever really had a Scottie Pippen. Scottie Pimpin. <laughs> Pimpin these. Uh, a lot of pe- people consider him the GOAT. Who? No. LeBron? LeBron. No. No, 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 no. I mean... A.K.A. <laughs> King James. That's, the, that's debatable because I mean it's not debatable, but it's like well, it depends sh- because based on rings you're gonna say that Jordan is right, he won six, but then Bill Russell won eight, and he mm. changed the game. Mm. So it's like, what do you but rank? Bill Ru- but Bill Russell's like out of a lot of these people's like generation. Like of course, but the, I mean he is like you yeah, know, great goat is greatest, greatest of, of all time. time. He, won, he won eight for eight. Mm. So does that make him the greatest? But then now like you're playing a, a different game nowadays. Yeah, so like, now you're like Kobe's eighty one. Was probably better than uh, Stilts fucking... Uh, well, Chamberlain's yeah. 100. Well, well, let's go back to what yeah. brought us into this conversation. It's the whole flopping thing. Like, like, like in you my said, pants? Like you said, uh, Le- uh, fucking... Uh, what's his name? Kobe fucking... He's won almost like in the same circumstances that Michael Jordan has won where he's either sick or he's hurt. He Didn't he fuck up his Achilles once? Yeah, he's played with a broken you finger. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but then this motherfucker, yeah. uh, LeBron, is like oh, <laughs> flopping all over the place. Because, hey, man, uh, he takes an acting class in L.A. now. Right? Too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, know. you know, know. How, do you, how do you get considered the great or GOAT? I mean, you consider I mean, what, what he's done is, is pretty good. I mean, he's been, he hasn't hey, got injured. Play basketball, dude, so. he's, played, he's, he's played every fucking game. He's like, gone to the, the finals full, the past eight years, dude. Eight years straight to the finals with shitty teams. Yeah, and, he's carrying and, teams. <laughs> he's carrying teams on himself. And he fucking so. hasn't been injured all his whole career. And he'll play a full game in his 30s now. Like, I'm talking, he plays from the first quarter to the last quarter. And he's played full, like, the full game in minutes. So like, not, not many players are doing that type of shit. Are they going to be able to play the Warriors? Yeah, they're going to be yeah, playing more often okay. now, yeah. yeah they're in the same division. The Lakers, they, they, people are like, so they got DeMarcus Cousins on the on Warriors. We're, we're talking a lot of NBA shit. Sorry, guys. Usually we're no, talking about cool. hip-hop and uh, yeah, breaking. No. But the thing is, is like, dude, I mean, the Lakers are not some half-assed team. They got a good young core. That, and they got Lance Stevenson, which is oh, fucking shit, yeah, which is get, funny. Uh, what's the name? Leonard? Kwame Leonard from the... Kawhi Leonard, they're trying. Kwame, they're, yeah. they're still talking about it. But, like, uh, Kawhi Leonard from the Spurs. Uh, I would like him to get Kawhi Leonard from the Spurs um, because he's a San Diego guy going to San Diego State. And, uh, well, dude, he wants to be on the Lakers, so that would be a dope thing. So, like, you got San Diego ties going back to the Lakers, and it would be fucking dope, you know. He, he was a San Diego State killing shit, dude. Yeah. With uh, Steve Fisher, anyways, but that, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, but yeah, <laughs> I don't know much about NBA, but yeah, I mean, I, I watch enough Sports Center to at least get yeah. by. But dude, I mean, LeBron and the flops, man. 
Uh, like we were saying earlier, what if like B boys started flopping in the battles and shit? Which some of them do they already. They do, yeah. But what if they flop like, oh, uh, uh, they flop <laughs> in different ways. They flop yeah. like trying to act hard. <laughs> trying to act they, hard, like yeah, like fake put up a front. Yeah, like uh, like they're tough guys, and then you like call them on their bluff, and then yeah. like, no, we're just you know kidding. what? It's not like that anymore, really. It doesn't seem like we were in the early two thousands. You would like see a bunch of people I've seen actually. It. Like, I've seen fucking b-boys cry in the corner because yeah. they lost but then fools would always be getting up in each other's faces and shit like trying to act all hard yeah and then i was like oh but things I've have changed fights though I yeah mean, same here i've seen people actually get into it but yeah. like nowadays not our generation like now well you mean they're not acting tough because they know they're not tough well Is i think it's saying? different nowadays because like i think with the the advent of like like for example take uh say you're on a two and two battle and you're battling Geo and, and Freakazoid and Boogeyman. Yeah, I know they'll you know? fight me. So it's like it's like a different. But they're thing our now. generation. A lot of people are like, uh, you know, actually trained in like different uh, skills. Yeah. Of actual fighting. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I know, I know, Geo and 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 Richie will fight me because they obviously do that for a living. I'm talking about the younger generation there. Like right now. Right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No. I don't they're, think they're, they're all friendly, on, dude. The thing is, they're not raised on that. You know, you see a lot of kids battle and they can be aggressive, but you don't see too many of them being too aggressive. Yeah. That's I think what more I'm like saying. our generation, you have people that were like very aggressive. Like now, nowadays, when you see somebody that is that, I think it's just like, uh, I don't know, it's maybe they come from a certain area or certain demographic, you know? But you don't, you don't see it too much like that. Are you scared well. to say hood? <laughs> no, I can say hood. You don't actually have to come to the hood to be all well, stupid. Yeah, you can all be right? from anywhere. Well, I mean, there's different kid. there's different levels of flops, right? There's the LeBron flops, there's the B boy flops, and then there's the uh, World Cup flops. Yeah. See? Oh yeah. Yeah, because the World Cup's funny, dude. Because these dudes be like, How like, dramatic. oh, I mean, I you have saw, to sell it, dude, because it helps you win. Commercial. I should just whack those. I'm telling you, I was somebody's reading an article about that today. Some of these teams had have advanced on on like penalty kicks, on just acting alone, dude. I know. I'm really? like, no way, dude. I forgot. I mean, there's a few teams. I can't remember. Uh, I think um, not Colombia, but a few teams that have have done some acting, really good acting. Yeah, and they, yeah, they get the free kick and the they penalty. get the kick and then they they score, dude. They yeah. they win that game and it's just like, dude, good job, yeah. you know. Piss as fuck. So do you think that that's now you're what LeBron it a lot is where doing? It's like losing the fucking spirit of the World Cup. If you yeah, yeah, so if you do it in a basketball game, same thing. You get the you get the a chance to shoot. Uh, you get the pen- so yeah, is that what you get a shooting foul most of the time? Helps. Yeah, in, in you get free shots, dude. Yeah, and some of those yeah. guys, dude, they're like fucking. That's 80%. why I like watching hockey. Hockey's throwing down, fist fighting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's for real. Yeah, hockey's uh, hockey's a rough sport, man. Yeah. They don't get paid in like NBA players. No, not like yet. No. <laughs> They're not there. And they fight. Yeah, they get they down. Be, but that's they, they probably why because they allow the fights that more sponsors don't come in. They got the enforcers mm. and shit, so. But, yeah, the World Cup's interesting this time. Yeah, yeah, I've watched a lot of it. I called I called the Russia uh, beating Spain. I called it from the moment I started watching the game. I was like, they're going to go to penalties and Russia's going to beat them. What do you think about Sweden. Sweden, I like them. Yeah, I used to yeah, drive a Volvo. Cause I have a, I, I did a, a raffle and uh, I pulled. You fucking Sweden. pick Sweden? Yeah. Yeah, they're pretty good. I mean, I don't think they'll win it. I but hope they win. No, they won't. I don't think. I don't think they're stacked enough to win, or the talent's not deep enough. I'm heartbroken over Japan, though. You never know. Yeah, that's what Man, it was, uh, I thought they had it. I thought they had it, dude. I left the house. Came back three, came three back two. <laughs> like, I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> what kind of shit is this? Yeah. Then uh, there's been like four games in penalties already. 
Yeah. Tomorrow yeah. we're back on Uruguay, Russia. I mean, you think about it, like a lot of the fucking uh, other matches, you know, uh, before the disqualification or elimination games, they went to fucking draws, dude. Yeah. So it's crazy. <laughs> I mean, I think uh, whoever wins Belgium, Brazil, I think has the best chance of winning the World Cup. Man, uh, I'm a root for Brazil. I think those two teams right now, from like just, you know, watching and. and Seeing the stats, like those two teams are like, and they like Belgium's a hella young team, mm-hmm. so yeah, it looks like they're pretty, pretty all, good. All they I scored know, the most goals, I think, so far. I have a Belgium jersey, a generic one, and then I have a Ronaldinho uh, Brazil jersey. Oh, so. damn, I'll wear both of them. Fuck it. Who else is like, Uruguay's got a good team, too, and yeah. you got who, um, Brazil, Belgium, of course, England, England. and then who else is on that, on that bracket? This uh, I don't know, br- uh, bro. I'll go for England, bro. Yeah, I don't know, but I don't know. Yeah, I think between Belgium and, and Brazil, oh, France is fucking killing it too, though. Yeah, I haven't They're caught a game from them yet because I think all their games have been at 4 a.m. Yeah, they got the 4 a.m. shit, and I ain't waking up at fucking 4 a.m. to watch France play because oh, I'm not dang. from France. That's a 4 a.m. Not suspect, <laughs> but I'm sleeping in. But yeah, the, um, it looks good. I mean, we'll see what happens, but the World Cup's always a fun thing to watch. It brings the world, uh, people around the world sit it's down to watch. Cup. Yeah, it brings the whole world to sit down and watch a game of soccer, which is which is quite nice, you know, quite amazing. Yeah. The power of what like a sport can have on influence on society. In the whole world, actually. Yeah, the whole world. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I was actually uh, in Italy at one point and in Naples, and they were watching. I went to a craft beer bar over there, and they were watching uh, uh, Naples game. Uh, I forget who they're playing, but anyways. Dude, the whole city was erupting yeah. during that whole game. So I was drinking a few beers at this craft beer bar. And I'm like, hey, let's go walk somewhere else. So we went to go walk. And then, like, you could hear uh, Naples score. And then you just hear the whole city, like, they're watching in their apartments or in different bars. And you just hear the whole city just, whoo, like, go up, dude. It's going crazy, right? It was just crazy. And it's just like a regular game, dude. And I was like, dude, they took their football seriously over here. I Your mean, fo- football, soccer, whatever you want to call it in the States. But... Dude, it was like, it felt really good to hear. Like, I was like, eh, you hear that type of stuff in the States, but like not on this level, you know, for like American football. But anyway. People people really stand behind their teams over there. Yeah, they're like die hard. Yeah, like die hard fans and shit. I mean, you've seen the riots and. Yeah, it's like gang shit. shit. It's like, where are you from? Uh, Naples? (laughs) Yeah, they get crazy. What are you doing here? (laughs) Anyways, yeah. Yeah, that shit's wild. It's a bigger deal than over there or even. Anywhere else around the world than here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know what else brings the world together? And this is probably just the B-Boy world is uh, uh, watching Battle of the Gods. Yeah, Ooh. Battle of the Gods. And that's uh, like actually, that's coming up, right? Yeah, it's uh, coming up. And um, uh, that's uh, who, who, who's, ba- who's like the main event? This is, what is it called? Why is it called V1? It's called V1 Battle, right? It's a festival. Oh, that's the name of the festival? Yeah. It's in Russia. Yeah, and something like by rich top ass, nine. some rich ass Russian dude like funds it, right? Yeah, through top nine. Who's it? Is it Vladimir Putin? I know, right? I think so. <laughs> or Vladimir Putin. 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 That's what V. Yeah, uh, the V one. V one festival and um, yeah, I mean shit. They're having uh, they have they even bring like crazy musicians, DJ battles. They have all kinds of Yo. shit. Yo, and um, this year yeah. they're bringing uh, as far as the breaking goes, they're bringing Ken Swift, the epitome. They got Maurizio, the next one, and then they got um, from the West Coast, Little Caesar and Arco representing Air Force crew. 
They're going to have a two-on-two exhibition battle. And that's why it's called Battle of the Gods. So anybody that doesn't know about these people, these guys are considered like innovators, legends, and icons of breaking. So Ken Swift is, many consider him the Michael Jordan of breaking. Uh, he's influenced like what, four decades of breaking. Mm-hmm. And you got like Mauricio from Italy, who's also one of those people that just, you know, influenced a lot of people. And you got uh, Little Caesar, who's like, you know, one of those innovative power move legends in breaking, uh, who really pushed the, the power dynamics to another level. And Orko, who's who was also one of those guys uh, who pushed that to another <coughs> level, you know. And I think he's, he was like already dope way back in the 80s as well. Yeah. And, Which uh, I find it interesting that um, Orko and Kenny are battling each other because they were a crew at one point. Do you yeah, there were seven gems, yeah. Yeah, there were seven yeah. gems. That was a super crew. That's yeah. a, that's some of my favorite footage to watch is when uh, Seven Gems was out in Brazil. Yeah, that shit yeah. is fresh. Like the same for when they were like with all the capoeiras yeah. in Brazil, yeah. and they're all like they're, they're doing capoeira, and then you see them come in, they're doing like they're all the b boy shit. Yeah, and then like flows out there like doing the, uh, like fucking around with the capoeiras, man. That's some of my favorite shit to watch, dude. Even yeah, now, that's dude. a classic. That was on the Seven Gems. They were all hanging out. Seven, yeah, it was all Seven Gems. Orko was in it. Orko was one of those guys. I think a lot of people slept on it since he stepped off the game for a while. Yeah. People forgot like the type of shit that he was doing, you know. He invented, I think, the radar headspin. It's like spinning on your head and you're like reaching for your ankles and shit. Oh shit! Uh, That's called a radar. I think so. Yeah. I I didn't even know it had an official name. Yeah, I believe uh, he's the innovator of that. Rashad innovated the gaydar headspin. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta watch your ass on his on his penis head. (laughs) Better watch watch that ass, boy. (laughs) Squeeze them cheeks tight. Let's sleep tight, homeboy. Fucked up. <laughs> so when up, is bro. that coming? When, when is that coming? <laughs> See you in the Coming where? On your chest? Oh yeah. <laughs> um, oh frontal. <laughs> get a pearl necklace. Um, Dang. That's uh, July twentieth. Is that battle? It will be live streamed, I believe, on on the on YouTube. It's usually like ten a.m. for us. Yes, yeah, uh, they're twelve hours ahead, so it'll actually be eight a.m. this year. So I believe it starts around eight eight thirty Pacific Standard Time. And that's where they're also going to have the fo- the Focus versus Machine battle as well. Oh, they're battling again? Yeah, they're battling there. I, so oh, it's the undercard. Shit? It's like a boxing the match. The undercard. The undercard is dope, Focus man. Machine. You and the what? fucking main event is Battle of the Gods, which is Ken Swift, Mauricio. I can, I can hear a lot of fucking assholes right now. Like, it shouldn't be televised like that. It should be raw in a circle with nobody recording. Yeah. It's well, like, that would be dope, but the thing <laughs> is uh, they're getting paid for that shit, so let's, let's, yeah, let's they get enjoy like, it. They get mad loot for that. Yeah, them, they huh? get paid their worth, you know, so it's like, let's enjoy these, Good these, for them, these things, you know, that's dope. But I I'm, actually enjoy it. Shout out to Top 9 for even, like, always yeah. providing an event like this, you know, and I think a lot of people just, even though, you know, these guys have been dancing a long time, like, to just see this happen is dope for a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah, Speaking of Top 9, really quick, can I say this? I was amazed that uh, Nord Diamond and Ami yeah, didn't dope. fucking advance yeah, all the Nord way Diamond's to the dope. Those kids are fucking killing it. Anyways. Yeah, so... What's up with Russia and Japan teaming up? Is Italy in there somewhere, too? That's gay. I know, right? Go back to World <laughs> War One, <I>, baby. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh-oh. Watch out. <laughs> nah, um, yeah, I think uh, uh, it'll be dope to see, though, what happens. I think they have a few other battles. They were supposed to have, supposed to have Pina versus Nord Diamond, I believe. That'd be good. But That'd I don't be know good. if they announced it. I'm, I'm not sure, actually. I thought I heard about something like that, but I'm not 100% sure. Hmm. But it's like, you know, you have generations of people battling. Uh, that's where they had the, Ken Su- uh, the I mean, Crazy Legs versus Storm Battle. Yeah. Yeah, and that's what the one that yeah. they were pushing. That for. was the first. Yeah, that was the one that they really first pushed. And then it was Kim and Ivan last year. And they were, but they were pushing the whole Ken <laughs> of, uh, 
uh, legs battle. Yeah, yeah. it just didn't battle happen. Battle of the gods, right? And didn't happen, but yeah. yeah. I mean, KML did like five outfit changes. Yeah, that was last year. <laughs> oh, that, that was thing? last year, right? Yeah. But uh, it's not all breaking, like you said, dude. Yeah, they got music. They brought out the executioners. Yo, that's sick. And they battled the Russian like scratch team or something. The executioners fucking ripped them though, man. Yeah. I mean, no disrespect to the Russian dude. They did good, but like, they went against the executioners. They just fucking. Well, yeah. I mean, you brought, this year they're having uh, some musicians uh, do like an exhibition too. Well, like right. funk drummers and shit like that. Yeah, like, like legends. Whole band. Like legends. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that. Like, like not quite Slobo Fields, but somebody. Yeah, some like, dudes were like, yeah. they're gonna go. It's home. like, whoa, like that's crazy. Like that's dope. Yeah, it's like, like, um, I think after last year, <clears throat> they had um, I'm saying chewing and shit. They had interviewed Rob Swift from the Executioners and asked him how it was going out to Russia and and battling. Yeah. He's like, you know, I I hear all this stuff about Russia going on with with the, like Donald Trump. And the whole thing with the U.S. and Russia. Yeah. He's like, man, we went to Russia and we got nothing but love out there. Like, yeah, because it's the, the the people. It's like, uh, you know, when it comes to hip hop, like all that shit's irrelevant. Like the politics, yeah. the politics. It's all set aside. It's man. all about skill and talent. You know what I mean? Like, and there, the fact that you live this movement in general, like people, you know, like this world paints this picture of like political like distress and shit. But then when you go there on some hip hop shit, it's like totally different. You know what I mean? And people even. Some in general, people are like, you know, they they're like, oh, where are you from? And it's like they're open, you know. Yeah, that's good, man. Like people don't see that; they don't know about that. They yeah, I've, I've been to Russia a lot of fucking times, man. Yeah, they're all stuck I've on. Been there a lot of times. I bet you have like, like seven Fox. times, maybe. Right? How, many, how many brothels have you hit up over there? How many what? Brothels. brothels? <laughs> None. <laughs> so that Lies. means five. Zero. <laughs> Cerote. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I, I, I came across a, an interesting um, uh, post on social media today. Yeah. Mm, how interesting was it? Uh, it was uh, very interesting. Oh. Uh, and it, it kind of like touched a little bit close to home uh, just because, you know, we're all getting older. We don't break as much as we used to. Break but. I think it's it was like Profo's birthday recently, or it's about to be. Yeah, he's like forty-two like now, right? Um, and I think Stance yeah. did a whole video on him um, um, about like when, uh, basically, when is he gonna stop breaking or Stance breaking? That? Yeah, really? Stance did a post. Yeah, or uh, maybe not break. I don't know, like or dancing, competing. or I don't know, or is it competing? I don't but know. Uh, the whole thing was. Uh, I gotta watch it. I saw a piece of it. I gotta it was watch like something. when to quit breaking, and um, which which now at our age we we we're there and we're like we ask ourselves like should we keep going? Should we keep doing it? Um, <laughs> and like you know our bodies aren't the same. We don't perform like we used to. Um, mm. You know in battles or just even physically, we think we are. But we're not. It's like a mindfuck. I mean, we've seen people battle that are around our age, and and they're not. I know in their minds, you're probably thinking that they are, but then you're we're watching them like basically fucking just like a sinking ship, <laughs> and yeah, it's like yeah. just pull out, man. Just just pull stop. out. Just, you gotta know where to pull just, out. Just just, just throw in the you white towel. You might have too many stop. kids after. <laughs> so it's like, yeah. When when is it a good time to stop breaking? 
you know like you know you see some some of the pioneers um you talked about track two i don't know if he, he if he's even active if he still breaks um no, I don't think he does. uh probably one of the oldest <coughs> pioneers back in that uh generation was is like cloud but i think he still breaks right he still gets down cloud uh not cloud um Float, my bad. Oh, float, yeah, float, float can get down so. Because clouds float, right? No, yeah. no, no, no. <laughs> no, float, 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 still getting down. He can still get down. He says not as much. I saw him this weekend in Boston, uh, but yeah, he. Uh, but he still. He can still throw down, but not yeah. obviously not like the way he would. Yeah. Probably like felt before. Uh huh. But um, you know, I think it's, it's like I think we're reaching the generation where it's like when you see people skating and you yeah. see older people skating, it's like oh, you skate before, you know, like they never like fall out of love with it or they'll never not know how to do it. I think it's kind of the, you're reaching that point with breaking where maybe you weren't successful with it, maybe you didn't pursue it in, as a job, but it's it's something that you still enjoy and watch and like still got love for. So it's something that you do as like as a hobby or for fun, you know. Maybe you don't have to hit the floor super hard, but you can still drop a few things here and there, you know. Um, I mean, the guys that have lived it and and done the profession for years, they still get down. Maybe not like we saw them growing up, but they're still able to drop drop a few things, do their thing, and still like you know show the essence of breaking so i'm trying yeah. to look for that clip because um yeah I, I think it's just interesting where I'm we're going with it because that's kind of what we're reaching you know like a lot of guys getting into their like you know older years and 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 like you know oh, into the late 40s or early early 40s and breaking and they've been breaking for over 20 years now there's a lot of us and they're still active you know maybe they're not competing as much but they still love to do it and just love the exercise so it's like on that side it's like i guess you know if you're at what point do you decide to like walk away from it all if if you get to that point, you know? Well, not walk away, but like, like when do you st- just like? St- I don't think I think if you enjoy music I and guess. dance, you'll never quit with any other dance. I think, I think since this is what you are and you break, you break so much. Like you know, it's more than half our li- half our lives for a lot of us. Is like this is something that's just going to be in you forever, and you're probably going to hear a song and be like, oh, and you just like if you feel like getting yeah. down, you get down, you know? Like, but I think yeah, it's not forced. So I was talking about the competition aspect of it. Yeah, right? I guess uh, the yeah, competition. That, I mean, yeah, as far as that, yeah, that you gotta set a mark. Especially I think. coming from you, because uh, you you've already hit your hundred. Yeah, you're still going. At what point are you gonna say, uh, "Okay, I'm done"? Yeah, like, the, I, think, I am I think done. The time is coming. Well, as far as competing, you're I think at 108. <laughs> but it's different. Or yeah, 103. It's kind right? of different here now. We're talking to Rosh right here, yeah. so it's like he's competing at like this level that's like yeah, he's at a higher level. He's at a high level. He's a, a paid lot. athlete. He's, yeah. So you can't. He's a paid really. sponsor. Now. <laughs> yeah. So it's kind it's of not like that I can't just you, yeah. You I don't can't. feel like it yet. And right. he just took home win number 103. Yeah. In yeah. Boston, so it's just like okay, well he won with his. It's cohorts from uh, Red Bull. Yeah. So and it I mean, still makes them relevant, and it's still paying your bills and shit like that. Yeah. 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 But I, oh, here I found it. Um, I mean, I they can't see this also. So. <laughs> and the reason why I'm sticking to it is to inspire. This like, profile. You don't know the limit yet? Have you really done everything? Maybe you've won world titles. Maybe you've traveled around the world. But have you really mastered every move? And that's more of a self-discovery type thing. When I watch Skillray, like, why stop? He still street dances every day. He didn't stop. And he didn't have a reason to stop. You know, for me, I'm more like, well, if he could keep doing it, why can't I keep learning? Young people are like, I have to get this move now. I have to do it now. I have to win now. And I don't have that mentality. 
that takes the pressure off. Instead of going now where you can force an injury, there's like multiple ways of fulfilling goals that you thought you wanted. You don't have to chase the same. And then I think that will help mental stability. That will help you want to keep going in your craft. Follow your dreams, but it might take you to another dream that you never thought you ever had. Keep going that direction and it'll get you to where you need to be personalized for you. Okay. So that's Profo, right? Yeah, so his nope. thing was to inspire, right? He said he, he still <coughs> yeah. does it to inspire. I mean, he still dances good, though, is the thing you see him break. He's yeah, like, he still got, he's still got it. it. And I mean, so, and then he, also his thing is um, he talks about, like, breaking will take you to where you need to be. And I could kind of uh, uh, relate to that a lot because I'm at a point right now in my, I guess, quote-unquote, uh, breaking career where... I don't have the same fire to train. I mean, I know it's in, in me to just like dance and break and all, you know, it's it's yeah. all muscle memory at this point. Like it's just in me. I, I don't feel like I need to train to do what I need to do in a circle to impress anybody else yeah. but myself, you know? Yeah. And, uh, uh, for I guess for a lot of people it's like I guess it it's all personal things right like yeah uh like it, it's brought me here uh I I, I I appreciate everything that breaking has and the hip hop culture has brought to me like all the opportunities uh, I wouldn't have met any of you know pretty much my family here in San Diego. Um, if it wasn't for breaking in hip hop and shit like that, so it definitely, I definitely relate to what he said. It, it's brought me uh, where I need to be in life yeah. right now. So now I'm like, okay, so what the fuck do I do? <laughs> what the fuck do I do now? Like, now I don't have that same fire as to to battle because I'm like, <clears throat> what the fuck am I gonna do? Be throwing imaginary cocks to a 15 year old, like someone that's <laughs> half half my age. You know what I'm saying? In a battle. <laughs> Yeah, like yeah. I'm not doing like the big battles that, that you do, um, but you know there is like the 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 uh, local battles, and it's like when you enter these local battles, you're battling people's half our age. Yeah. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, so yeah, at that. one point, do we say, "Hey, man, I am not cool with like throwing imaginary dicks at this 15 year old." <laughs> I think you know it. I think you're already at that point. That's why do you, you don't know it. Yeah, <laughs> you, you know. know I mean, I, I don't throw dicks at 15 year olds. I don't. We've, I just battle well, you know, if okay, I have to, you're but. shooting them in the head, or you're like, you know, <laughs> you're throwing a sword. Of yeah, you're like, or <laughs> you're thrusting towards yeah. them, and you're like, or you're like making fun of their their dick size, pretending. Nah, I don't think I, I don't think I ever battled like that. You don't but, have burns, bro. Not like that. But yeah, I know what you mean, though. <laughs> what I, mean, about I, the I get what you're saying. I understand all that, you know, even though I didn't say those yeah, kind yeah. of burns, but I get the point. Yeah. Um, I think you know it. I think you know it already, and that's why yeah. you, don't, you don't enter, you know. Because it makes me sad. Like, I, it really does, like, make me uh, uh, a bit sad when, like, I see, like, you guys training and shit like that, and you guys have that fire stone. I'm like, well, you know, what? I don't have FOMO. You know, I don't have FOMO anymore where I used to be. Or why you oh, that's how I was before. Yeah, I, I think I I don't know I phased out of that a little bit ago. I you know what uh, you know what I think one of the pe- first people I saw phase out of it and I felt really sad about was Citrus. Because oh, yeah. when I saw her like she's like oh I don't really feel it anymore like I was like Damn, yeah fuck man I like like dancing with Citrus around yes and I was like fuck that's like one of my inspirations to have around like it's like it for sure good dancing with her mm-hmm. so she was like done like she's like oh, you know i'll do it here and there i can still bust but it's like 
all right well anyways but then like i don't know like even lately like the past year or so it's just like yeah. i i still do it in my garage but like honestly i'm like doing it f- just for exercise yeah it's not like oh i feel like i need a bus right now like if i watch footage of like classic footage of like when i was in high school like seeing kenny yeah kenny at like uh one of the summits or if i see storm like the old footage i used to watch when i was in high school i'm like mm-hmm. oh shit i remember that shit it makes me want to break yeah then i'll push the cars out of the garage and i'll start getting some footwork in no. and then i'll regret the next day because it hurts <laughs> <laughs> yeah but but you're still doing it for your own personal sake like i would rather at this point in my life i would rather go into the gym and do some some other kind of like olympic lifting mm-hmm. or like crossfit shit than like actually getting down and like trying to practice well, yeah you get a different you get a different feeling like, yeah right? so it's like it's like when you first do something that moves you or, or you get connected to you're gonna want to do it all the time so it's like when you first started breaking so how are you at or where are you at right now like are you to the point where you're, you still have that fire or are you fire. like burn actually uh, <laughs> You don't have to answer that because it might it might um, stir up some shit that uh, maybe it shouldn't be heard. You know what I'm saying? Because I know you personally, but like you know, like yeah. what? Where do you stand? Like you can give a general answer. Is like uh, where do you well, stand think- as far as like how you feel. I feel I feel good still. I still feel motivated. I still Well, you're still winning, so that's yeah, I still cool. want to compete. I mean, I said like That's a, the thing. I said like another goal for myself. Uh-huh. Yeah. And that's the thing too is that you know, you have people who enter battles like yourself and you're still winning. Where you have people that enter battles all the time at our age mm-hmm. and they're they're not even fucking placing anymore and they they're going <laughs> <laughs> they're going to these battles like cross country or like traveling miles and miles away and they're not even placing and you're like you know well do you do you tell those people yeah well keep going you're 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 almost there and they've been breaking probably as much as as long as you have yeah i mean I don't <laughs> like know at you... what point do you say nah. or do you tell your friend like hey you need maybe maybe it's time to like hang up the shoes bro <laughs> no nah, I, I think it depends on the purpose right like if you're trying to like get recognition and be known and like you feel like you need to like go out there and like when everything you know and and you're not putting in the work to do that then you got to be real with yourself and just be like shit like you know just come for what it is like on one end it's like dope they still you know people like that have been breaking 20 something years still go to a jam just to support to get down yeah they enter and they have fun and i think a lot of those people that have been breaking that long at least from my experience they kind of know where they're at and they go there just for the pure fact that they want to go enjoy that part of their life still you know yeah. and they go enter and they don't, they don't have any expectations but when you have expectations and you and you expect results uh and you keep doing that and, that's and you, yeah that's when it becomes <laughs> a different thing and that's when people complain and you have yeah. these issues and then you start questioning the authenticity of what's happening and claiming what's real and what's not real you know what i mean so I think once it gets to that point, I think you really have to kind of take a step back. I mean, at least if I was doing that, I'd have to take a step back and relook at what I'm doing. And if I'm even able to step up to the challenge of getting my ass in that type of shape to try and go out there and like take on like the game right now, you know what I mean? Like it's fucking hard as fuck, dude. Like yeah, these kids are fucking. You got like a lot of like kids, he's beasting, and and it's just like you know, yeah, I could win some, you know, but like I guess ridiculous. My question now for me is like, can I still win like a big one on one? Yeah, 
yeah you know at my age at my time right now and it's like i feel like i can yes but you know it depends how much training i have to do and yeah i think for me it's like the schedule with the mix of you know yeah like the schedule with training it just yeah. don't mix it's like you know i'm kind of like on one end it's like i'm traveling every week to judge but then on the other end and i can't expect to show up at every battle and kill it because i'm not training for that right now i, I don't have the time yeah, yeah. even if i wanted to even if i'm on the plane i'm like oh i'm itching to break it's in a break well i can't i fucking i'm sitting on the plane for the next 13 hours you know what i mean yeah. so um in that sense it, it's a little different but i'm able to still come through and do certain things and train with when i have the free time after after doing tours like that you know mm-hmm. but yeah as a, as a thing as a competitor you gotta just be honest and it's like are you breaking the win or are you breaking a break like you want to go out there and just rep then that's cool fly yourself out go to battles get down some support you know that's a good cause yeah but if you're expecting results and you're not getting those results and then you complain about that shit then you gotta check yourself because obviously you ain't bringing the same the results that you expect or want then you gotta take a step back and look at what you're doing yeah. be more strategic i don't know you gotta maybe take reevaluate maybe yeah maybe you're like you know what fuck it like this is it like i don't have to go to every jam and especially if you're not winning I, I think that's where it gets all twisted because we dance to dance right but then when people have expectations of winning and they're not coming through then they start to hate on what's new and they start yeah. to hate on like the authenticity of like the events and shit like that but yeah, I, I don't know. It gets fucking, it gets tricky. I mean, that's I, a whole different topic. This, I didn't go into it too much. And this is this is when I started realizing that I didn't have the same drive for it. When yeah. I was actually throwing battles to get the fuck out of there, because I I would <laughs> much rather have gone go get a beer than actually. See, yeah, win. That, that's what happened a while ago, though. No, I know. That was those <laughs> were like, like my when when it started dwindling away, like. Man, I'm over this shit. I just, I was in the final. I've been in the finals or we've been in the finals and I'm just like, I don't care anymore. I just want to fucking go home now. Well, I'll tell you, the thing is, is like uh, the way some battles are set up where you're waiting around for fucking hours just to fucking battle again. Yeah, you're you're right. That's a good point. That's one of the things. That's a very good point. Because like if they would have more efficiency in the organization, of the battles and the things would go faster and it would smoother. change it up and you would get different winners too though yeah, yeah. well that's a good thing yeah yeah of course it's, I'm exactly saying, no, it's not a bad thing but yeah you're i think if you if you had like a structure to it and everything was like ran accordingly to mm. the timing and shit like you might get different results from certain people you might like not that you didn't expect them but you thought they were on that day and then the uh-huh. battle dragged out <clears> so long that you fucking stopped giving a shit no, by like yeah either they stopped giving a shit or they just wore themselves out which the guy that has a stamina that hasn't break as much might end up winning, which might not be the guy that True. you expected to win. You know what I mean? Mm. But at the same time, that goes back onto the competitors. And the competitors start showing up at yeah. 5 p.m. instead of 3 p.m. And then but the whole thing is pushed back and everybody's waiting forever. But it's, run to, it's also on the event. The event just has to say, fuck it. If we have to run the tournament with this talent, we're going to run it. People got to start learning yeah, that man. they need to be on time. <clears throat> so it's, it goes the, it's two, two-sided, you know. But that thing here compared to like European events, a lot of the time, the talent is flown in, <clears throat> so that everything starts at that time, you know. Like so, they're like they're already driven to the event. They fucking start at two p.m. Everybody knows what time you gotta be there. You miss out, and fuck it, they'll substitute your ass out, you know. Like so, yeah. in Europe, yeah. it's a little different. Like the structure is different. Like I judged in Battle of the Year Germany, and everybody showed up on time for the battle. I had a judge for a long oh, time. A lot of there was a little delay, but it wasn't like major. It wasn't like a a good amount thing. of kids are raised in Europe. They're actually. Uh Punctual. Punctual. They're raised in a, in a different manner. This is Europe in general, though. 
Yeah, yeah I mean, I don't know. I think here it's just it's just been a system for so long that you know that's just the way shit goes. Fuck and it's like People show up late, and it's next like, jam we throw, it's gonna be on time. And if you don't get there on time, Rockstrike, you're not battling. Good. <laughs> I feel like I've been pretty good at it, except for last uh, year for yeah, session we showed up mad late. No, you were late. <laughs> <laughs> You've been late to our jam too. I wasn't, ba- I wasn't battling. Yeah, you were. No, you won it. You were the what's his name? Well, Mike. Oh, you were you on time? Yeah, on time. I was there from like the get, and then you guys were still waiting. I was waiting for you guys to start. Mm. Somebody was late out of your crew. Who, the judge? Something. No. I don't know. <laughs> I was there. Somebody. Somebody's fucking Some boys were late. I don't know. Nobody gets shit. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> but yeah, I think Anyways. you should hang it up when you feel it. Like I think it's hard when to tell. When you feel it. No, yeah. no, 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 no. When no, you no. know, like it's like I th- for me, I think no, when my I, time comes, I'll I, know. This like, is yeah, you know. Yeah. No, that, that's you. You're different. You're on this fucking. I'll accept you're it, on this like, pedestal yeah. compared to all these motherfuckers that listen to us. <laughs> 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 I'm, I'm not lying though. That's right, 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 listeners. Anyways, but like, what about the average dude? That's what that's what I was talking about when you go pee pee. I was talking about the dude that oh, that is about yeah, our age. That what about the average dude in San Diego? <laughs> <laughs> Damn. That's like our age. That don't fucking get it. That yeah. don't don't even make it prelims, and they're still trying and trying and trying and trying. It's like yeah. I think do you, you should not do, you do as a friend. Purpose. Are you gonna tell him as a friend and be like, hey man? Maybe it's no, time I think for you should just be. I think you should realize what it is you're in for. Yeah. Like I said, it's like you no. Know <clears throat> I think you actually see it. And and sometimes you'll see it on Instagram. For example, <clears throat> on social media. Excuse excuse me. I'm uh, while I pour my beer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so you'll see a lot of guys that are still breaking for exercise, mm-hmm. but they're not there at jams at all anymore. They're not trying to compete. For example, Ken Maxi, who was actually a guest oh, yeah. on like one of our I think our ni- our ninth episode, mm-hmm. some of that. I probably have to re-upload it. I don't know if it's on our SoundCloud one yet, but. Ken is still actively like breaking all the time. Like he's still practicing his power moves, mm-hmm. full work here and there, and he does it at like um, gymnastics gym oh. and twenty four hour fitness. Mm-hmm. He goes to he he alternates between both. Yeah, because he's he's done break dancing, breaking. He's done. Uh, he's been a capoeira. He's done a capoeira and all that. You know, he's he's done all the like the flips yeah. and tricking parkour type of stuff, and he still takes it all in and does it for exercise. I mean, the guy has two kids now, but. I think a long time ago, he already knew. And like, yeah. I don't need well, to be and, and that's what Rockstar is saying. It's like, yeah. I think you already know. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know. Like, but do you feel like there are people that just don't, don't Yeah, I think it? I, I do, but only when they, I don't feel that way towards like their decision if they're just having fun with it. Like if they're just like, fuck it, whatever, I'm here to support and like enjoy the whole event and like I entered anyways, but I didn't make it like whatever, like I'm still here to celebrate. That's different. But when somebody walks away upset, and they're expecting the win still, and they haven't been doing anything to keep themselves yeah. on top of their game at this level and day and age. Like, then that's when it's an issue for me, because then you're like, yo, you're like you're here to like be bitter, and you're here to go back home and complain about the whole shit, and talk shit about the scene, and talk shit about what's going on. You know, it's not your time anymore. And I think yeah. that's when you gotta just accept it for what it is and be like, yo, well, this is what the fuck I do for fun. There, there's like a feeling to it, because yeah. I mean, in my late twenties, when I when I lived in downtown. I lived with Ken, and then, like, our, our fucking highlights was, like, yo, dude, where are we going to break? Like, Tuesday nights was, like, oh, we're going to Culture Shock. We're going to go break open floor. And it was, like, our thing. Like, yeah, yeah. man, we're going to fucking break. Yeah. It gets to a point where it's just, like, it doesn't feel like that, even, like, Yeah, you, yeah I think you just kind of you lose that feel, right? Like, yeah. it's just kind of, like, and 
either you can f- continue to force that and try to find it, and sometimes you'll find it. Sometimes you won't. I think. I mean, from hearing people talk about it, it seems like. I don't, I don't want to drive this out, but like my wife, when I met her, like she's like, "Oh, that's cool that you still do that and all that." And then a couple years later, she was like, "When are you gonna be like over that stuff?" You know, and I, I would have said mad. never. I got mad. No, no, I know. I'm like, you know what? Like, this is something I'm probably gonna carry on with me uh, throughout my life. Mm-hmm. I'm like, even into my fifties, maybe I'll probably still be doing it, but not at the level that I'm trying to do it at right now. Yeah, yeah. And this was like my early thirties. Yeah. And then um, eventually, like, it got to the point where like, uh, I'm not gonna go to fucking no no practice. I'm fucking chill, you know? I'm yeah, gonna, but I can yeah. do it in my garage. Well, after I bought a house, it was different. So yeah. I had my own garage where I could just yeah, jump yeah, in there and do full want. work and. And, you know, I, I never had really any decent power moves or anything. So most of it was footwork and actual dancing. So Yeah. Every now and then you go to the park and you know the guys. Yeah. You know, yeah. and that's and that's because it's crew shit. And that's what we do. But, uh, it, you know, like, and then, like, the want to do it kind of, like, wanes away. And then you pick up other interests. Like, Sasso picked up CrossFit and he's heavily into CrossFit and he's good at it. He's fucking strong. Yeah. yeah. And he's always been strong, but he's even stronger now. <laughs> but, yeah. but, and, you know, Not it's like just, Citrus strong. Yeah. Uh. But the Try thing to be is, it's like you, you pick up new things as as, as life advances uh, and as you age, and it's a natural thing to like progress on the different things in life. Yeah. With you, it's, it's something because it's like a career for you, and it gets. Well, you're still winning too. Yeah, and you're still <laughs> winning, and and like you're like a huge figure, and there is like, uh, I mean, there are people around the world that look up to you, so it's like yeah. this. It's a different thing with you. With us, yeah. the yeah. Sasa and he I, he has it's to like, uphold it and like. I mean, Roxo Fresh is a, a very well-known name. Yeah, it's just like we're but like we're just your average. Yeah, we're crew, just a, pretty we're much. Just, yeah, we're, you're all-around good guy. Sometimes bad, but <laughs> also <laughs> it's like people that have been doing it for you yeah, know X amount of years for for a very 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 long time, and they're still like almost the same skill that they were for years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like well, what do you do? You hit a plateau in breaking. Well, I mean, yeah, you do. Okay. You gotta know how to go well, past that. It's kind of like you know, what if they don't know? Like, that's what if exactly they don't know they're not? Earlier, like, dude. Yeah, what yeah, if they happens, don't know that, that they're that, like that's, progressing? That's that. Uncle Rico. Yeah. <laughs> Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> yeah. That know, happens like, to a lot of motherfuckers, though. For real, that Napoleon. Uh, was it Uncle Dynamite. Rico? The Uncle Rico fucking uh, For, sim- syndrome. The fucking from Napoleon Dynamite. Yeah. 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 Uncle Rico. Yeah. Yeah, because they don't know. up in that moment. They're still stuck in that. I like think that goes for they, anything. They're, they're still in their 80s era because we've seen that in Pioneers. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. They're still in that <laughs> 90s era, which we've seen, like, you know, with some of the people that we've seen in the 90s. They're still there. Yeah. And then now you're seeing it with our generation where we're B-boys that are, like, our age, they're, they're stuck and they're just like, okay, well, you're not winning, dude. Like, yeah. you need to, like, maybe... Yeah, I think you know. Yeah, as you age, point. I mean, you you kind of like become like it's like wine, become like finer with things. Yeah. Like for example, I started taking Muay Thai classes, and then your 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 mind is so used to like doing the same thing over and over, like breaking, breaking, breaking. All of a sudden, you just start learning different combos, working heavy bags and mitts. Yeah. And then it becomes like this new neuro, these neuro paths in your brain that start like firing. You're like, oh yeah, shit, dude, this is something new. Yeah. And you're like, oh. It humbles you. And it starts getting you addicted. Yeah. Even though you feel stupid, you're like, fuck, I'm new to this shit. 
I fucking feel dumb for about yeah. a week, and after a week, you guys start getting used to shit. Yeah, I mean, same thing probably happened to you in CrossFit. Oh, for sure. Yeah, and you're like, dude, oh, I, feel I like was an idiot. learning all. <laughs> same thing happened with choreography when I joined yeah, yeah, Culture yeah. Shock. Well, fuck culture. And then, and then, um, and then that exact same thing happened in CrossFit because I, you know, it's not just working out. Like you have to know technique and 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 right form, or if not, you're gonna get hurt. Same thing goes for jujitsu. Exactly. So when I started doing jujitsu with uh, on their boogeyman, it was like, oh shit! After like two classes, you get addicted. Because your your brain starts learning new things, and you're supposed yeah, to start introducing humbling, yourself to yeah. different things like that. Yeah. And then, like with that, is just like, okay, well, maybe uh, breaking doesn't have to take a front seat for me right now. Because yeah. you're like, unless you're right, because that's yeah. the, you're like, you're the shit. Yeah, yeah. I think I mean, you know, for me, it just kind of came into this point. So it's like, yeah, it's harder. Like for me, it's more. It's like, where do I go next? You know, like who do I? You know, it's like. When yeah. they say like the game chose you, that's kind of how I feel about it. So that that yeah. was probably the next question. Like, yeah, is, like where uh, do I go from here? This life, where, do, where do you I go didn't next? This life, this life chose me, fool. Yeah, no, but <laughs> it feels sometimes it feels that way. You know, it's just like this is just kind of how everything unraveled. The next thing you're you're sitting in the sea and you're just kind of like, whoa, like this is happening. Well, you have a lot of time to think on the plane. Fuck yeah, on <laughs> the plane. You travel on the plane, so I'm like, much. Motherfucker. So like, nah, it just hits you and you're kind of like thinking about it, you know. And it's like, uh, yeah, I just been in the position. Where like I've been, you know, like kind of looked after in a way by people that really appreciated this movement and felt that I was representing, like the idea of what breaking is, and and that obviously <coughs> helped me like get ahead and even you know build the name and get a respect on from elders and by the scene because of that you know and corporate yeah yeah you exactly because you're yeah. you're getting taken care of. Yeah, yeah, and you've you've been t- <coughs> getting taken. Care are you taking are you getting taken care like of in a mile decade. high club? Well, yeah. <laughs> 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 I, I gotta get to that level still. I ain't broke. Right. I ain't broke that one. Um, yet. Shit. But uh, yeah, so like that brings us to our another uh, like our our other question is what what can we do or what do we do when when we've reached that point or like when you want to tell somebody, hey man, it's probably hang time it up. You hang it up. <laughs> Like, that's a hard um, point, man. That, um, I, for something that you do for fun and that's free, like it's hard to pick, right? You know, it's it, it's interesting. We don't we don't really realize it, but like Poe's been teaching for a long, long, long time. Yeah, Poe's, yeah, yeah, yeah. forever. And, yeah, and we, I, I don't know if anybody's ever asked them this, but uh, hey, yo, Poe, what the fuck you do after you? <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> oh, okay. Like, when did he realize <clears throat> battling is not for me? I'm not gonna battle. What I'm gonna do is I'm gonna teach for the rest yeah. of my life and that's very honorable because nobody that i know aside from you and like you know you have your red bull um all-stars that do these camps but like poe does it all by himself yeah you know what i'm saying like he doesn't have like this backing he does it all himself he books it. well i don't know who's Who's his manager? If he has a manager, yeah, it's just networking. But uh, he does yeah. it all himself. If anything, he's like kind of like a free agent, and um, and he does it all himself. So I, I don't know if you guys have ever asked him this, but I, I think this is probably one of the first times I realized it. Is like when did he realize that battling is not for him? I'm gonna go with teaching. We, I'd love to ask him that now. Do you well, know he, what I mean? I'm saying? I, I think he's just he's such a great teacher. I think people just no love for the story. sure yes, and I think well, he has learned how. To, I, I think. The amount of years he's been teaching, he's learned how to teach so well. He's been you know? teaching for a long time. Yeah, so think time. about that. I mean, 
think about breaking. He's right? not Harvard a battler. Law. Okay, so you break, right? And you develop and you get good at what you do. And then you start like building a name for yourself and, and you get recognized. And in the same field, you have to learn how to teach that. And I think Paul did a great job at learning how to teach and teaching himself how to teach. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? Like he's one of those teachers that a lot of people like really admire. And, you know, like I've only heard like high things about his class, like. Well, um, that's usually like the interesting time. I mean, when's the last time you saw? Last time I battled Paul. Yeah. Last time I battled Paul was 2010 at Warsaw Challenge in Poland. Into Rock So Fresh. See? So we both got to battle Paul, the legend. Yeah, I battled him in a tiebreaker. He's only battled Paul to get into Rock So Fresh. Yeah, he did. (laughs) Yeah, so you see, I mean, that's the last time I battled him. And and I I think the only thing he mentioned to me then was like, yo, I'm just, you know, like, this is just like for fun, like at this point, because he was already teaching at that point. He was already doing a great job going around the world teaching. Of course, he still battles people in the ciphers and he'll smoke cats in the ciphers, you know, but I think he just kind of had. I think for him, it's about feeling and music where he enjoys more, at least from what I get from him when I see him. It's like, he turns it on when the music is right yeah, and yeah. he'll fucking kill it. It you know? seems yeah. like he enters here and there once in yeah, a while. Yeah, here like and maybe there. Maybe once a year he'll be like, yeah. fuck it. Yeah, but he, he he's even told us like, hey guys, yeah, just, I entered a battle and it's been a while. Yeah, I don't know how I did. <laughs> I think I did whack. I'm like, Paul, you look still look good. Fuck. Like, he always he's told like, us no, I didn't. Fast and uh, I don't feel good. This is where I flopped. I didn't even... You know what the thing is with Paul though? He'll be like, yo, 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 yo. Yeah, he does, but he's like kind of those ageless guys that can still just break and be Yeah, and he goes, hey, hey, hey. He kind of fishes for comments You know, bro, like, my knee's been bugging me and it's not very good. And then and his footage of him fucking yeah, killing it. Oh, like, yeah, oh, oh, like, oh, what happened to your oh, knee, bro? All of a sudden, he's like fucking healed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, it's Kuski healed. Yeah. Um, the music healed it. But like, um, in I guess in the hip hop choreography world, that's usually what happens. Like a lot of these choreographers and shit like that, they 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 do what they do in the industry, and then they end up just teaching and then owning a, a, a studio. Or something, yeah, you know, and so now we're seeing him breaking, and Paul is probably like a, a primary example of that. Um, and then now, you, like, you're getting to the point. Where, well, I also judging, yeah, like, judge you could lot, also yeah. be a judge. Yeah, judging. So, which uh, I, I wanted to say too, um, like, they should take all these um, b boys that are like ready to retire or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> or they feel like Sounds they're done yeah. well okay first of all I don't think we can retire and break and we nah, can quit uh, it's there's nothing to retire not, to it's not like a quote basketball unquote player. retire sure. but like like quit. when you're ready to be done or and then and they should be the ones that are judging these events like official judges for these events instead of these newcoming judges that don't know that haven't been in the scene for as long yeah i know but that's a whole different like animal that's the whole thing that all these people go online about and fight about and fuck these motherfuckers online dude (laughs) that's like what the scene but that's what the scene's complaining about is like who should judge why they judge have you ever gone on yahoo comments yeah. Yeah, that shit's awesome. Exactly. <laughs> what about free sauce? Like Walmart like, shopping, oh, fucking, yeah, fucking Walmart shopping. Yeah, people are fucking like, hey, people that are just you. have no time, but to, but to be commenting yeah. on Yahoo. Yeah, but that's the thing. Like the judging thing is very like a touchy subject and breaking still, and that's like what a lot of their like back and forth has been going on for the last couple of months. Is yeah. that like, why are you see judging? Should he be judging? And then it oh, gets because they're younger cats. And no, shit? it's not older. It's younger and older. It's all of it. The whole, yeah. the whole shit. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like you should take all the b boys, 
that are ready to retire or what, I think, or what, it, what it is and just... I think that like, already hey, happens. Hey, are you so ready gener- to be a judge? I think generally that happens. I think it's some of these events that are more like, you know, like becoming very big. They, they kind of feel like they need to have a balance of like a new, middle, and older generation judge. And that's where you start seeing like a lot of younger guys judge. Um, but that's kind of like a musician, you know. They drop the album. They're not going to make like super amounts of money from the album like before. Like, you know, like the 90s or anything like that. But they make their money touring, right? So it's kind of yeah. in breaking. You make your money judging and teaching and shit. Like the prize monies, I mean, there's only, what, a few <coughs> events a year that pay out a lot of cash. And if not, you got to keep hunting for them to find out which ones drop a lot of cash. And if you're not, and that's only if you win all of them. You know, like when Victor won in 2015 he won silverback he won unbreakable he won fucking bc1 he won uh yeah. freestyle session i mean he made probably like fifty thousand from all those battles but who the fuck else has done that yeah you know what i mean like it's, that means that you like <coughs> at, at 30 some years old which 30 year old motherfucker you think is gonna be able to win like five of those and walk away with like 40 g's some of them walk away with 40 bucks <laughs> yeah exactly that's what i'm saying so it's like you know but think about that so it's like the the, the, the funding is not big enough in prize yet to where you can be like oh fuck that that means you gotta go break yourself every fucking weekend to you, make you go to sell out and money. do abdc or some shit like that that's not my style go do that come on dude do it dude yeah, you can sell so out that, it's cool so yeah that's that's where it gets <laughs> tricky like do you stop ju- yeah you start judging because the prize money obviously ain't as high. Well, what do you do? And that's if you're making money yeah. from it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what oh, can you do? And what we can do go you into do? this discussion what, what way we, too what, deep. What are the possibilities that we can do as b boys? Keep go dancing. Sell drugs, dog. Like. Yeah. Well, yeah, sell drugs. Dude, <laughs> unless you're an entrepreneur. Just kidding. Don't do not do that, please. Then. then are are yeah. we? Are, how much are we gonna talk? What, what are we on time? I don't know. No. We should start wrapping it up. Yeah. Well, um, I wanted to give some shout outs. Wait, 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 we got any other topics? Or? Yeah, we do. No, Tupac's killed. Um, Tupac's well, there. No, that's not important. The whole Tupac thing, supposedly. The oh, he finally confessed. His yeah, like, but we... But it, yeah, but it's been, it's been out for a while. Yeah, it's okay, been known for a while. Yeah, I have a the book LAPD called... LAPD knew that. I have a book called Murder Rap. Quick, just quick thing about that book. So the Murder Rap... Oh, they, nigga, you read? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, uh, murder many rap, leather uh, bound books basically uh biggie's mom Smell was trying to sue the, Los, the city of los angeles for like 400 million like some crazy amount of money biggie's so his mom did right yeah yeah, yeah so the yeah. lapd was forced to come in and reopen the case and like really get into because it and that. find out because of that because if not they were gonna have to pay yeah. up a lot of fucking money so they got this this uh this uh detective I forget his name, but he wrote the book Murder Rap. It was it was Josh Duhamel. No, I think it's another guy. No, it's a, that's the actor. He was oh, playing the, the cop. Well, he's one of the guys that played the cop. There were two guys because it, it was the original like uh, do. There was two cops detectives that were on the case at the time of the, the murder, and they had to reopen it. Mm-hmm. And like Josh Duhamel played the uh, the main uh, lead yeah. detective on the, when they reopened it on that yeah. show. So according to the book. Basically, the 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 case they always thought that some cops like did it right. And yeah, they, they said it wasn't well, that. Like, there were cops, crooked were cops, around rampart cops. and all that shit. Like, yeah, and they were they were hired by supposedly by uh, Comb, the Sean yeah, Diddy yeah. Combs. So yeah, all this shit. crazy shit. And, like yeah. they always put the the crooked cops in it because of the rampart and the, the ninety two riots and all that shit. Like mm-hmm. they just thought that it was always involved. <laughs> and in the book, they, that guy confessed that the guy that ended up killing him was the guy they beat up. 
in the fucking at the and if you ever watch if you see um i mean if you ever like look up tupac or anything like that like they will always go to the night at the mgm ground where they jump well, the south side crib the yeah they're beating up a dude he's a south side crib that dude stole a chain from a blood that rolled with death row that guy that, that got the stain the chain stolen from him told tupac that that's the guy that stole his chain tupac <laughs> rolled up on him because he had all these people and just socked them and then they started jumping him yeah. and that, that i mean that was the fucking gangster like he was like and his cousins were all gangsters and they came back they fucking looked for him they couldn't find him when supposedly when they were cruising down the street they they heard some girls hollering his name and they saw tupac out of the beamer so they turned flip, flipped the ue rolled up next to him and the witnesses say that the guy from the shots came from the back seat of the car not from the front so supposedly the guy that confessed he was in the he was in the passenger side he handed the gun to the guy behind him on the left the guy didn't want to do it so the guy that got jumped said now nah, give me that shit and he's the one that shot him and he finally confessed and that it was his cousin old ass impala and yeah and the impala <laughs> it was a random suppose investigation it's all in the book yeah. read the fucking book it's crazy no they covered all that shit in the show dude yeah, that, the show, uh, yeah so it's all there yeah covered or what was it uh, i don't know Whatever, whatever that show was, that was uh, with Joshua Hamill playing the lead. But, but now it's making rounds because it's like uh, supposed to be featured on a Netflix documentary that is being shot for oh, right. for London for the UK. Marketing. But that shit's been out for like you know that, that oh, well, movie. They're, they're doing a movie. Like Johnny, two, three years. Johnny Depp is playing the lead investigator on the uh, on the really? movie like that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean they, they already shit. filmed it, dude. That's crazy. most of it. I didn't even know. But Johnny, yeah, Johnny Depp's playing the lead investigator on the Tupac Biggie murders. On a movie that's coming out. But it's different from in that book they cover both. Yeah, but that's why it's making its rounds again because it's 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 on Netflix, so it's all marketing. Man, put that shit on Pornhub. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, what were we? we No, I wanted to give some shout outs. Go ahead. Uh, Shout out to to Lima. She just won. She Uh, well, she fucking um, defended her defended her belt. That's pretty fucking awesome. Uh, Bellator uh, MMA. Shout out to Ilima Lay, Mark F- McFarlane. Dude, you've uh, been drinking too many beers. Yeah, shut up. Well, I'm hoping that she comes on a podcast sometime soon. Yeah, we got, we got some gifts some, for her. Some, yeah, we got some gifts for her. And, uh, so tag her and, uh, when we she, post this um, up. She comes and shares some IPAs with us because uh, you know, I used to actually... I've rolled with her a few times when I was still training at uh, oh, my bad. Planet. <laughs> no, 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 my bag because I got my ass whooped by her, dude. And she's like fucking like Does she have like citrus strength or stronger? 60. She's strong as fuck. Dude. Yeah. She's strong, dude. I'm telling you, like, you don't have to lift weights to be like strong. It's just like a different type of strength when yeah. somebody rolls with you and they know how to control your body. Oh, for Especially sure, in jujitsu. Yeah. yeah. So she's fucking like she's a, she's a killer. Um <clears throat> Well, well, win well deserved then. Yeah, dude. You, yeah. If you if you watch the match, dude. She, <laughs> oh God, dude. She was transitioning from uh, different uh, submissions, and it was fucking like, it's like, oh man, yeah. So it shows like the training that she's been oh, getting yeah, from. Uh, yeah, yeah. She from like, Tenth Planet and and Manolo and shit. Yeah, of course, obviously, dude. That's, she, awesome. that's why she's undefeated and the champ. Yeah. She got the belt, and I—I I, I mean, I messaged her again because she's supposed to be on the podcast, and she's like an angel because she hits me back up, and I know she's been busy this past whole week after winning. Oh, for sure, she's a Dude, champion. No, she's she's like busy. She's the champ. Day. I even told her, I'm like, I know you're gonna be busy. I'm gonna hit you up. I'll, I'll leave you messages. Get back to me when you can. Yeah, that as simple as that. Just whenever you can, let me know. But uh, congrats to Lima, Bellator yeah. champion. Yay! Congratulations to them. Congrats. Uh, at San Diego Combat Academy, Tenth Planet, uh, Manolo, 
You guys are killing it in the yeah, game. Yeah, Manolo, Boogie, Bill, oh. Uncle Bill, where they're all in the corner. Killing it. Um, uh, shout out to Luca. Uh, <laughs> he got his oh, yeah, beat so, junkies ring. So our fellow podcaster, he hasn't been around in a while because he moved to LA. Uh, Jose, aka DJ Son of Jarrell, <laughs> he's one of the original. AKA Boom Boom Chavez. <laughs> oh yeah, Boom Boom Chavez. From uh, <clears throat> well, not, not really fifteen twenty anymore. What are they now? Super. Super B beat. Super B beat. Yeah, fifteen twenty is back in the early. Super B beat guys. Anyways, uh, his son. Is now learning how to DJ and scratch and uh, all the basic DJ stuff that you learn at the Beat Junkie Institute of Sound. If you haven't heard of the Beat Junkies, you're probably some random dude that logged on to the ship. But the Beat Junkies is one of the best crews historically winning championships, uh, being in the DMC, ITF, and all that. Uh, but, I mean, they don't need to be they praised. They have an academy, right? Yeah, they have an academy. I think yeah, up in LA. LA, I think Glendale area. So, Jose uh, takes his son, Luca, over there, and he earned his first Beat Junkie ring. If you know anything about the Beat Junkies, uh, they've always been sporting the Green Lantern rings. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, since they started, like, you know, <clears throat> in the 90s, they're always, like, sporting the Green Lantern shirts and the rings. So, they gave those out as, like, promotions for uh, students that are, like, stepping, stepping up to the next level. And Luca, which is Jose's son, earned his first beat junkie ring. So yeah. congratulations, yeah, yeah. Luca. That's dope, man. Shout out to Luca. And, and he's Congrats. loving it, I heard. So, man, that's dope. He comes like a dope DJ in, in the future. You know, uh, you can give credit to me. Or a musician. <laughs> Holla to uncle. Or, or just or a musician. Because I know he's, he's taking like uh, keyboarding lessons. Oh, really? Shit like that. I know oh, that yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. That's fucking tight, dude. Yeah, he actually is taking um, lessons from uh, Tim Felton from the... Really? From... Uh, oh, he's sure, like, yeah, sure I, I got him. Soul Ensemble. I got him in with uh, Stevie Wonder, so... Yeah, <laughs> yeah uh, I wouldn't doubt it. I'm trying to make him make it. Jose makes that Hollywood money. Yeah, he, he's <laughs> taking care of like drug-riddled uh, uh, <laughs> actors in Hollywood. Yeah. <laughs> Some crazy shit. Yeah. Wow. But we'll get him on soon. I think the next podcast you he might be. Back. Yeah. We, uh, next podcast we might be in Hawaii. Yeah, we might Hawaii, be. Uh, we might be getting laid. Yeah. <laughs> cool. All so, of us. Yeah, dude. Ass. We're all, we're all gonna we're gonna do it live. live. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna do it live. What else? What else? What do you else see? Uh, that's it, dude. <laughs> well, um, we're not done just yet. Uh, we're hitting an hour and a half soon, so. Oh, that's that a good means, podcast. Do you, do you know what it means? What? What does that mean? We've got another episode of Rock's Right Googles. It's about that time when Sick Pervert's got more shit to fucking... Rock's Right Googles. More dirty shit to fucking Google. Mr. Macias. Yeah. Si. Wait, is that your middle name? That's my second last name. His second last name. That's my Omar what does that mean? Paterno. No, Materno. Joe Paterno. Omar yeah. Macias Delgado? <clears throat> Omar Delgado. Macias. Omar Galdez. Omar Malajado. Amargado? Amargado, güey. Sí. Malajado. The Mexican accents come out. Malajado. Malajado. Omagado. Omar Delgado Malajado. It's a pinche pota, güey. Delgado Macias. Dang, dude. Yeah. Well, anyways, I got Spanish blood in me, too. Yeah. <laughs> you're not yeah. the only ones that got Fuck. conquered. You're not drunk enough. What are you? <laughs> I know. What's your other last uh, name? If it had to be, it would be um. That's how Ivan. The hell? Palma, Palmas Jimenez. No. 
Jimenez no, no, Palma. No, no, no. My bad. <clears throat> Rene Ivan Rivas Jimenez. Rivas. Rivas, yeah. Rivas. So originally Rivas Rivas before Rivas. Jimenez? Um, my grandpa. I mean, my grandpa, my other grandpa. But your dad, which which dad is uh, your dad? Jimenez. So my he's first, Jimenez. and then your mom's Rivas. Yeah. And it was crazy. Opposite. Oh, okay. So Jimenez, Jimenez Rivas. Rivas. There you if, go. If y'all were like five years old, y'all be stuck in some cage. Next Guess what? With Donald you Trump are laughing. fucking racist. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just telling the truth, man. <laughs> I guess that could have happened. Maybe I don't know. No, I'm second generation. Well, no, no actually, I was I was born down there, so actually that was. I'm second gen uh, U.S. citizen. Ish. Second, damn. No, so your mom was born here? No, my mom was born here. My dad. So you're second. My dad gen. from Juarez. You're one and, yeah, one and a half. One and a half. Yeah. One and a half. You're a half Z. Yeah. Let me I'm a half Z. Is that right? Not. Uh, Nacimiento, no. Yeah, nacimiento. Born. Yeah. Nacido. Yeah. In los Estados Unidos. Yes. Simon. Simon is a. My Spanish is somewhat there. Yeah. He's almost. Give me some shots. Give give him another beer. Give him another beer. He might fucking be speaking fluent Spanish. Okay. So it's Rockstar Googles. Rockstar Googles. I need you to pull up your. (laughs) (laughs) Dang. Your iPhone. Going right into it. Pull out. Pull out. Or pull up your iPhone. Pull up, I'll pull and up. Rock Shrike, Google, wet Irish hot dog. Wet Irish hot dog? I feel like we've done this one. No, we haven't done this one. I'm sure? pretty sure. I'm positive. Wet Irish. I need you to look up wet Irish shashai, hot dog. Shashai, shashai, shashai. Wet Irish hot dog. Or, Is that what uh, Irish sound like? <laughs> Irish. Okay, do you share it with the... They do a jig okay, paya. So, oh, God. All right. All right, read it off. All right, it's a... Uh, <coughs> whack it off. Wha- whack my hot dog off. It's uh, when a man's penis is shoved vertically in between the labia majora so that it resembles a hot dog. Lube is then squirted on the penis like ketchup. The man then throws his penis up and down between the labia majora finished. This sexual act requires very uncomfortable positions. The woman must lay down with her legs spread open over the side of... A bed couch, period. <laughs> the man must then stand with his feet and hands on the floor while bending over backwards. It's like what a bridge. The fuck? So that is <laughs> that his erect penis is in the air. Next, the way Irish hot dog can begin. What the fuck? Dude, that sounds so crazy. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it sounds fucking ridiculous. That's why I picked it. <laughs> yeah, I it mean, sounds, that's why you Googled it. That sounds fucking <laughs> crazy. You're dirty, I dude. I still don't get it. My fuck yeah, you're dirty. You have to do like a bridge. You have to have a visual imagination. You have to do, you have to do I, like a hollow bag kind yeah, of. Yeah, now yeah, I'm picturing the Rocksteady. Uh, the Rocksteady bridge the, the rock with a boner. Bridge. Yeah. And then like some butt cheeks sliding now between. Now I'm picturing, <laughs> <laughs> picturing um, some white lubed up crazy cheeks. legs uh-huh. doing that bridge. I don't want that. Some white lubed up cheeks rubbing up and down your shit. No, I don't want that. I don't want that. Oh, yeah. Mad cheeks. Look at those buns. Yeah. Anyways, are we? Uh, that was that was Rock Schreit's Google. That's that Rock Schreit's Google. On this fifth of July, two thousand eighteen. Fifth of July, fifth. I played the fifth. Anyways, uh, you guys got right. anything else to? No, that's add it, man. Let's podcast? wrap it up. <clears throat> okay, let's go ahead and wrap this up. Like um, a, like <clears throat> an HIV infested penis. <laughs> in a labia. In the in a. In a bridge. Anyways, uh, <laughs> thank you for tuning in to the Not So Fresh podcast. Uh, again, you've probably found us either on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, or our original spot, iTunes. Um, share us with your friends. Um, I'm not going to give you anything to share 
be, uh, besides our SoundCloud. I think you found us already. So if you have that, go ahead and put it on Facebook and tell your friends and direct us. We are trying to get more guests on, so stay tuned. We'll be podcasting, hopefully, Hawaii from the islands, my uh, Maui, my motherland. No, not exactly Maui, but no, we'll be in the Maui, oh, yeah. Kanapali. You know what I'm saying? Lahainas. All right, y'all. So if you're all b boys, better call it quits. <laughs> <laughs> if you're that age. All right, peace. Peace. <laughs>